0: We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. We don't
1: care how you got here.
0: We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
2: I'm your host, Brianna hope Beaton, and today we are reviewing the films After Earth, Now You See Me, Percy Jackson, and Fast and Furious. So right now, we are speaking with Kiefer and Jerry about the much-anticipated film After Earth, starring the very wonderful Will and Jaden Smith. So thank you for joining us. How are you, Kiefer? I'm doing great. And Jerry, how are you? I'm doing very good. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. So, I'm going to see this film on Thursday, and I'm so excited. Kiefer, can you tell me a little bit about the plot?
3: Yes. The story is about Katai, played by Jane Smith, and his father, Cypher, played by Will Smith, who crashed onto Earth after it was abandoned thousands of years ago from humankind. When they crash, they discover that all the homing devices are destroyed, except for a few that are miles away from them. To make matters worse, Cypher has two broken legs. So he has to send his son, Kitai, to find the homing devices before they both die.
2: Wow. Because yeah. I'm going to see this on Thursday, obviously, I just said. <laughs> and I wanted to not, like, look at anything before this show so that I could know about it, like, on this show. So it's all, like, in my brain now. So thank you. <laughs> welcome. Will S- Will Smith is playing a dad. And so, Jerry, how do you think he reacts with Jaden Smith, his son.
4: It's interesting how he reacts, honestly, because, you know, it's like he 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 doesn't show fear because if he learned a long time ago, fear is a choice and danger is real. And um, it's it's so interesting because he doesn't want to show fear. He doesn't want to show sadness. But at the same time, he's getting scared that he's going to lose his child Because Katai's in this dangerous world, all these evolved animals uh, already kill humans if needed. It's just scary.
2: Oh, so it's kind of like he's trying to, I guess, kind of keep up a front so that his kid will. I mean, (laughs) his kid Jaden won't won't kind of be afraid because his father's not afraid.
4: And also, um, it's interesting how he can't walk, but he can do so much to fix his legs, even though he has no tools to uh, fix the bone that gets broken. And no, it's interesting, and it gets scary at a few times. What's going on?
2: Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I would, I would really not like to have my legs like that. So I'm glad that he can pull it off in a way that it's on screen and stuff. So Kiefer did the plot keep your interest
3: the plot was very engaging it was you want to see these characters divide this world but, at, but when they say that these evolved animals are ready to kill they're more curious than bloodthirsty because when they only attack when Jane Smith's character Katai attacks first these char- these animals or not really attacking him. On. He throws a rock at them, so they throw rocks back at him. They, they're trying to feed the young, but mostly they're helping him instead of um, preventing him from, from his journey.
2: Oh! I mean, yeah, that's common sense. If you attack someone, they're obviously going to attack
4: you back. So. So, yeah.
2: <laughs> there are a ton of special effects.
4: How do you think they were, Jerry? Honestly, I thought they were fantastic. The special effects you would never see before. It's just amazing. I know I've seen that, said this a hundred times before in a movie, but um, it shows the far future with you see before. But in the far future, they're usually on Earth or they're somewhere else and they don't show Earth. This movie is different. It actually shows what probably Earth would look like if we abandoned it because we destroyed it. Probably true. And what would it look like if we just left it alone? There'll be more be- it just, um, the- and the, sp- the special effects is amazing because they make a crashing ship, a meteor shower, a gig- gigantic alien thing, and- <laughs> alien thing! You know, just that alien thing that you saw a few days ago, and, you know, it almost pushed you off an edge, no problem. But still, it's amazing, because the the alien thing, um, referring to that again, it just looks amazing. It looks like a real alien. It doesn't look like one of those Martian E.T., sorry, E.T., but um, it looks like a real hostile alien, because... And also, it's blind and it shows, it, its looks shows that it's blind because it barely has a, an eye. Oh, well, that's great.
2: It <laughs> barely <laughs> has an eye. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Brianna Hope Beaton, and you're listening to the Voice America Kids. And today we are reviewing the films After Earth. Now You See Me, Percy Jackson, and Fast and Furious. So right now, let's continue speaking with Kiefer and Jerry about After Earth. And we were just speaking about the special effects and how the alien things are cool. <laughs> so, Kiefer, this film was filmed in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and that kind of has something in my heart because my parents were born there and most of my family was born there. So how was the set location?
3: Uh, I thought the set locations were... Beautiful. The forests are very lush green because of the animals that are there. And the mountains. They're just it shows that this world is huge. And it's very beautiful for it's marvelous to see him go in the volcanoes and how the special effects works off for the sets. So yeah, I think it's beautiful.
2: Yeah, throughout the throughout the trailers I was just like this, this seems like it's going to be like a great visual effects and sci-fi. I mean, not sci-fi, but visual effects and all the cinematography. That's really good. So yeah. speaking about cinematography, Jerry, how did you think the cinematography and the special effects and everything else with the visuals worked together?
4: I thought it was pretty good the only thing I really didn't enjoy about it is the trailer because it made it look like that his father was with him the entire time and instead his father was in a ship with broken legs. But, um, I thought the cinematography was great because you can't see that every day when, when uh, somebody films a gigantic alien thing, going back to the alien, um, attacking a little boy and the little boy actually killed, no, destroys the alien. Um, <laughs> And you don't see that, you don't see gigantic monkey gorilla things attacking, you don't see a gigantic bird attacking every day. And just the way they filmed it, that that makes it look so real. Because I don't like movies when the special effects look kind of cheesy and cinematography doesn't help it at all. And this movie, the sp- cinematography is fantastic, and the uh, special effects is pretty good, too. Also, there's a lot of holographic items in this, and it's just... Oh. So, cool. it's cool.
2: Yeah, me and my dad... um I think we, I was a little bit younger and we would watch these really, really, really old like sci-fi scary movies and the filming was really cheesy and so you'd laugh about it. But, I mean, they were some good films with, without the cinematography. So, Kiefer, how many stars do you give this film?
3: I'm going to give this four out of five stars because while the acting, cinematography and special effects are well done, I still thought the story was falsely advertised, and there were some holes in the story.
2: In what way? Like, as in, like, false advertising? Adver- <laughs> the thing you said. <laughs>
3: yes. Well, I mentioned that, I thought the premise, I, how these animals are supposedly bloodthirsty. But they're really not. Again, they're trying to get food, but mostly, in the end, one animal saves his life and gives his life for this, for Kitai. So, pretty much, he the animals are helping him
2: yeah he's not he's because people do that people make films like people make aliens and creatures that aren't from like reality they make them look like they're they're vicious and they're they're bloodthirsty and they want to fight and when they do that it's like oh it's just gonna be one of those films so you have to kinda trust what you're seeing so which can't always happen so (laughs) Jerry how many stars do you give this film
4: you no, know, I was thinking four or five or three out of five because I agree with Key for everything he said, but there are a few o- a f- other few things. You know, they did false advertisements, and the trailers weren't well done. The editing was okay, you know, it was pretty good, but um, mm-hmm. in my opinion, it could have been better. Honestly, the, the everything else was perfect, but um, it would have been nice if they could show the more like. What happens if it was raining, or if it was like sunny? Because it show, it just said that it was getting really cold during one uh, part and really hot in the other, which you know I kind of didn't like because even if the Earth was, was abandoned, it wouldn't get like that.
2: Yeah, it wouldn't. The yeah. the rain wouldn't just stop. The snow wouldn't just stop. It would. It wouldn't just be cold and hot. I totally get what you're saying.
4: Yeah. Well, it was interesting.
2: Well Kiefer and Jerry Thank you so much for talking with us today And telling us all about After Earth It's always nice to speak with each of you
3: It's always nice to speak with you It was nice to speak with both of you
2: (laughs) It definitely sounds like an interesting film It's now in theaters so please check it out Let's take a break I'm your host Brianna Hobbiton From Kids First Coming Attractions And you are listening to Voice America Kids
1: Just because you're a kid doesn't mean you don't have an important voice to be heard. You are our future, and you need a forum to be heard. Tune in to American Pulse on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll talk to the student leaders of America and find out what they're doing to make a difference today. You'll be inspired to start working now for a brighter future later. American Pulse is heard live every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. It's time to lead by example. Example. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up?
0: Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
1: Remember Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week?
0: You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring.
1: What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, welcome back to Kids
2: First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Brianna Hofeton, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today we're reviewing the films After Earth, Now You See Me, Percy Jackson, and Fast and Furious. So right now we are speaking with Kiefer about the press day For Percy Jackson's Sea of Monsters. So thank you for joining us today. So how are you, Kiefer?
3: Oh, I'm doing great. How about you?
2: Very well. Thank you for asking. So I know you haven't seen this film yet because it's so early in the, like the, (laughs) it comes out on August 7th. So that's pretty early for you see this whole film. So you saw like bits and pieces at the press day on the Fox lot. So how was that for you? How was the whole experience?
3: the whole experience was amazing. I mean me and everyone everyone was so nice the, scre- the bits and pieces of the movie it looks great it's got me hyped to see it on August
2: so since you just said that do you believe that you are absolutely positively going to see it
3: oh yes yes when they leave it on a cliffhanger like that it's not like I'm not, I'm not gonna see this movie and it gives you sort of the story and it looks and i really want to see it because i'm a big fan of the books and oh and, my
2: uh, friends are too so it's all like you can meet with them <laughs> yeah. so you met the director thor friendel friend fro demthal so how is that for you the whole meeting director
3: well i met him at the press conference and what's great about this director he has a great vision with this movie and how so? also well he knows he knows the books and he knows the like the comedy with the books and how the kids can relate to this. Ah. and he just has such understanding with this movie and with also with the cast, which is great. What did you
2: think about the cast since we're on this?
3: Uh, I thought the cast was so nice. They were great to interview. They uh The acting in the movie is so much fun to watch, and they were so nice to meet with. I mean, they're great.
2: Oh, see, that's good. When you meet the cast and whatnot, and they're nice to you, because I I don't like meeting people, and they're just like, hi, and they're all mean to me. I'm just like, fine, then, be that way. (laughs) (laughs) Forget you, then.
3: (laughs) So who in the cast did you talk to? Uh, I talked to Brandon T. Jackson, who plays Glover. Logan Lerman, who plays Percy, and Levin Rambin, who plays Clarice, who is a demic- who is a new character in the movie. Mm.
2: So, out of those three that you just listed, w- out out of those three, who is your favorite character that you saw? Oh, that's okay. unfair.
3: Because <laughs> I <laughs> met them. Way. There's just I met them, and they're just so nice. I can't pick. Um, well, I have to pick one of them. Uh, I love Glover because. He's so funny, and he they have to go on the adventure with his friends, and he's like, oh, come on, do we have to do this? Okay. But I like how near the end, um I hear near the end, he becomes brave, and he's ready to fight and everything. He's just so fun to watch. <laughs> At least you have one. At least you have yeah. one favorite. <laughs> yes. It's
2: like, I can't choose, so I'm not going to say anything. <laughs>
3: yeah. Well, they're all my favorite, but I just had to pick Gro- Grover. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, from the clips that you saw, did did the amount of clips that you saw leave you really, really confused? Or no, did it I,
3: kind of settle you? Oh, uh, no, it did not Not keep me com- confused. It's sort of your generic, I, it's, I'm it's i a one-hit wonder. I saved the world once, and I don't think I'll be able to save the world again. Mm-hmm. And it's this whole prophecy thing. It's not hard to follow. It's bit, Once you see it, pretty much you make it. You got the story down. So yeah. it's an easy story to follow, but it's really engaging. Ah,
2: So what you saw was like a really long trailer.
3: <laughs> pretty much. I pretty much saw the opening and then they cut like, oh, that character's gone because he got kidnapped. Okay. Well, didn't see that scene, but it was, yeah, So I, it was pretty much a big trailer with bits and pieces of movies but what I saw I want to see this movie so much
2: oh that's see now I'm going to go up there and, and I'm going to see it with you just just to do that oh sure <laughs> You're I'll listening. save the seat for you <laughs> yep, that that'll be my seat. Right. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host Brianna Hobeton, and you are listening to Voice America Kids. And today we are reviewing the films After Earth, Now You See Me, Percy Jackson, and Fast and Furious. So right now let's continue speaking with Kiefer about the film Percy Jackson, and he saw like bits and pieces of it, and we were just talking about how the clips were. They, he he didn't. It didn't make him. Really confused, but it definitely definitely wanted you to see more so how is the atmosphere like? I mean, I know earlier in the show you said that you felt really good but and everyone sh- everyone s- was really nice to you, but how was the actual feel of it like did you feel anything different
3: uh yes, I did. I felt sort of nervous because I'm meeting with such great such great such great actors but they they were so they were so humble, and even the the crew was so much fun. They were they left you feeling good, and it made me want to not leave, but I had to leave. So yeah, yeah it like, was just so humble. I really
2: don't want to go, man. No, I don't want to go. <laughs> and it's like you just faint. It's like you know, what? I'm just gonna faint now. Yeah. <laughs> so, since you did not want to go, and we were talking about how good everything was, how was the food? Because I like food, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you how the food was.
3: <laughs> well, it, they don't just give you a turkey, turkey on rye. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm lucky when I go to places to get a glass of water, and here they give you gourmet croissants, this, and then they give you dessert, um, homemade um, fashion desserts and then they give you lunch and it was delicious I left feeling full and the drinks there were great um, we had soda and wow. they made you wait but it was worth the wait because you were, you had all this food to eat <laughs>
2: <laughs> well of course you would have good food it's the four seasons you were at it's, it's oh, pretty yes. amazing it's full so, of history yeah yeah. I mean, I love like places like that. They are full of history, and they're so nice to you. It's like the history just keeps on going. So I like yeah. being in history. Yeah. So there was a lot of things from the food to the Four Seasons and to everything else that you saw from the clips and everything else. What was the one thing that you liked
3: out of all of it? Hmm. decisions. Decisions. Uh, I'm going to have to go with the interview in the cast out of all of it. because. And why do you like that the most? Well, because when you're waiting in the room, just shaking, reviewing your questions, and your whole body's shaking, and you don't know if, if it's going to go well. And when you just go in there, and how they're just so understandable. You answer the questions, they're so so nice and the crew when when they're like taping everything they were just so nice and I just thought they were so kind to interview and it felt like I they were like my second friends they're like my friends now I got their number and everything just ready to go like want to go for Aww. see a movie no <laughs>
2: Oh, uh, yeah, you want to go see a movie with me? Yeah,
3: you want to see a movie, want to see a movie together? No, sure. <laughs> but they were just so much fun to work with. So
2: since you said everyone was so nice and you want to go see a movie with them, obviously, yeah. with me tagging along, <laughs> do you, was it different from what you pictured pictured it as because I know everything that we go to and everything that we do we think of it before like we think this is how it's going to be before was it different or bad different or good
3: it was it was good but it was definitely different when usually when you just go to a premiere of a mov- you go to a movie you most just see them on screen but when you actually see them it uh. gives you a great feeling inside and It was definitely different, I mean, going to one place and going to another, having to wait all this time and having our payoff, but it was different, but it was surprisingly different. It was surprisingly great, but it was still fun.
2: I would love to do that, because I went to the, I think, the pre-screening for Thunderstruck with Kevin Durant and Mm -hmm. Brandon T. Jackson, and they... I saw them on the, on the big screen, and I was all like, "Whoa, well, cool. And then I saw them, like, the day after. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, I just saw you on the screen. <laughs> it, yeah, I, get, I totally get that feeling. That It's like I, 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 I saw the person that was on the screen. It's- yeah. So out of all the scenes, really quick, out of all the scenes that you
3: saw, what would be your favorite scene? Favorite scene? Uh, my favorite scene has to be when they go to Hermes to, and it shows how Hermes is just, a, you think, in the real world he's just a regular worker at the uh, it Ups, but he's actually the god of traveling and everything, and that's kind of funny, and that's what sort of the Percy Jackson books are about. How the gods of Olympus actually adapt with the humans, t- technology-wise, and it's just fun to watch him, And the actor who plays to me is just hilarious.
2: <laughs> well, a lot of things are hilarious, so I totally get yes. your vibe. Yeah. <laughs> well, Kiefer, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us a little bit about the film and press day, Percy Jackson's Sea of Monsters.
3: Thank you for having me here.
2: <laughs> it was very nice having you. Theatres on August 7th, so go check it out when it comes out. Let's take a break. I'm your host, Brianna Beaton from Kids First Coming Attractions, and you are listening to Voice America Kids.
0: We don't care how you got here, we're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
1: Remember my name. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week?
0: You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring.
1: You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, welcome back to
2: Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your
6: co-host, Brianna hope Beaton, And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney.
2: And you are listening to Voice America Kids, and today we are reviewing the films After Earth, Now You See Me, Percy Jackson, and Fast and Furious. So right now we are speaking with my wonderful co-host Raven mm-hmm. about the film, about the new remarkable film Now You See Me. Thank you for joining us today. So how are you, Raven?
6: I am doing very well. Thank you for interviewing me on this film. My also lovely co-host.
2: Aw, <laughs> <Aww>, you've. <flood. laughs> oh. Okay, so I've not seen this film, but I've seen the trailers, and it looks amazing. So, can you please tell me a little bit about the plot?
6: Yeah, so Now You See Me um, tells the story of a group of magicians called the Four Horsemen, and pretty much what they do is they, are, they go around and they're performers in, like, a Vegas hotel, so their acts are public, but what they do is they pull off some of, like, the greatest international robberies of their time by getting people to think that they're using magic. So then the When the FBI starts investigating, they're like, what? It can't be magic. And it's awesome because the Four Horsemen are like a dream team of um, street magicians. So they use, like, illusions and being able to, like, pick locks really well and things like that to pull off these incredible robberies. And they're doing it very publicly. So the FBI is, like, hot on their tail and it's all about them trying to pull off their final trick without being caught by the FBI.
2: Well, that sounds impressive.
6: <laughs> it's a really incredible film. I cannot wait to see it again. Honestly, it was so good.
2: Yeah, because when I watch this trailer, I'm just like, I know Raven's going to love it. I I automatically know. Oh, yes.
6: You know me so well. <laughs> huh, of course.
2: So, just to get this out of the way, this film is PG-13. Do you think this is the right rating for this film?
6: I would say, I would say I'd probably give it like 12 and up because... Um, when I saw it, there's not that much uh, inappropriate language. I mean, there's a few swear words, um, but nothing too inappropriate. And it, the film was really fast-paced, but it's not, like, scary fast-paced. It's fast-paced because there's a lot of, like, um, high-speed chases and people doing, like, magic tricks and whatnot. But it's honestly not too scary. There's really hardly any sexuality in it at all. So um, I would say probably 12 and up is a good reading. Well, that's good to know.
2: Because some people people may not know that, and they'll be like, no, you're 12, you can't see this, so... But, you know. (laughs) How are the illusions in this film, since this is a magic kind of film?
6: They were so incredible. The cinematography and special effects, for one thing, in this film were incredible, and they totally suck you in. So you feel like you're... In a Vegas, you know, casino, well, not necessarily casino, a Vegas showroom, um, witnessing all of these incredible magic acts. And it's so real. And you're like, oh, my gosh, like, this is incredible. But something that I honestly better than the illusions, which are awesome, because the power of Hollywood is great. But something that's even better than the illusions is when they explain how the illusions worked.
2: I love when they do that. Yeah.
6: Typically, when you're watching magic shows, it's like the number one rule is to never expose your secrets. But in this film, they do these, like, incredible illusions, and then they go through and they explain. So it really makes this film realistic, which I really like because a lot of times films do not seem realistic at all. Wow, it's
2: shocking because, like, usually, like you said before, they don't usually... um... Say how they do it So Cause I was watching This show the other day And it's like Magic tricks revealed Or something like that And I watched it For like three hours It was really cool So Did you find any messages In this film Or morals Um
6: I think well, I don't Necessarily think There were that many morals But the message Was pretty much like The closer you think you are The farther you are Away from it And like Um Definitely That things are not As they seem And also, well, I guess there could be kind of a moral, because, like, in the film, The Four Horsemen, they're pulling off these incredible robberies, but they're not keeping, like, any money for themselves. And what they're doing is they're taking money from people that have sort of wronged them, like banks that have done unfair things to the people. They take Mm -hmm. the money back, and they give it back to the people. So I guess it's sort of, like, Robin Hood karma, you know? (laughs) I mean, the message isn't, like, go rob a bank if they've done you wrong, (laughs) but, like karma you know like these banks did corrupted things and they got what was coming to them so i think definitely just making sure that you have good karma is something that everyone should strive for
2: oh so it's like the tv show leverage if you've ever seen that yeah okay yes you're listening to the voice american kids network i'm your co-host brianna hope be ton
6: and i'm your co-host raven devanny
2: and you are listening to Voice America Kids and today we are reviewing the films After Earth, Now You See Me, Percy Jackson and Fast and Furious. So right now let's continue speaking with Raven about the film Now You See Me. How many stars do you give this film?
6: Um on a scale of 1 to 5 I give it 5 stars because a lot of uh, movies that are coming out this summer are like remakes or sequels or prequels or like have really similar plot twists and whatnot, to a lot of other movies that I've already seen, you know, thousands of times, or not thousands, but you get what I'm saying. And this film was like, really nothing that I've ever seen before. It was very, very original and very well done. Um, Definitely something that I would see again and recommend to pretty much anyone, um, as long as you're over the age of 12, for sure. (laughs) And I mean, I just thought overall, it was a very well made, well done film. The acting was incredible. The soundtrack was incredible. It was just a very good film.
2: So overall, it's like this, spe- this, this, this spectacular. Yeah.
6: Honestly, the only thing that I don't like about this film is the FBI agents um, played by Mark Ruffalo and um, Melanie Laurent. I think I pronounced her last name correctly, but we'll see. Um, <laughs> they play FBI agents and Mark Ruffalo was like the main agent and Mm -hmm. then um Melanie's character is like a um a uh person from Sorry. Interpol so she's doing uh, it from like France so she's coming in from France because there were robberies in France and so it's a guy and a girl FBI agent and they had to make it a romance and I was so annoyed because I'm like that doesn't always happen if you get a guy cop and a girl cop together it doesn't yeah. mean that they're going to fall in love and I feel like this film really didn't need the aspect of romance in it because it already had enough going for it so that's honestly the only thing that bothered me about this film
2: Ah, that would bother me too it's like that's the yeah. only thing about If there's a guy and a just, girl they have to fall in love just It like, was no, they really don't.
6: unrealistic Like at the randomest moment He like <laughs> kissed her And I'm like aren't you supposed to be doing your job right now Sir like <laughs> excuse me
2: Excuse me What just happened So If you could If you could change I know you said that you would Change the whole love thing Romance Because that's thing, not yeah. needed But if it's, you could change anything else would you change anything?
6: No, honestly, I think I would just leave out the part where they, like, kiss each other and there's, like, weird romance at the end of the movie. Like, they go to France. I don't know. I, that's honestly the only thing I would change. Otherwise, like I said, I feel like this film was very well done.
2: <laughs> it's like, if they just take that out, I'd be pretty If they would just
6: take out, like, the stupid kiss scene and, like, the part where he's like, I love you.
4: <laughs>
2: Gosh. <laughs> oh, God. I love you. How is the soundtrack and the music in this film? I know that we don't particularly focus on that, but...
6: Oh, the soundtrack in this film was another reason why I thought it was so fantastic, because it was all, like, um, the music fit each scene so perfectly, and it was very, like magical and fast paced and it was like fun like i wanted to sort of like get up and like fist pump to it i guess (laughs) Um, because it was like if you've ever been to vegas and you go see a vegas show it's like bright lights and rich colors and loud music um and so it reminded me a lot of that because i've seen some like shows in vegas um and it reminded me of that and so each scene had music that fit perfectly to it but all of the music kept the same like consistent theme and like consistent mm. melodies so it flowed together very well and it tied all of the scenes together
2: i love when that happens it's like yeah because sometimes it's like That's if it's not a sad like scene <laughs> in
6: one scene and then like go TA in the next <laughs> yeah
2: it's like okay whatever yeah so what is your favorite scene in this film
6: Probably my favorite scene would be when Mark Ruffalo's character, Detective Rhodes, is having, like, a high-speed chase with Dave Franco's character, Jack Wilder, because Jack Wilder has to stay back and burn some files while the rest of the four horsemen go off and are, like, escaping from the police. And um, he has a unexpected run-in with Detective Rhodes and a very um, fast-paced fight scene happens and a high-speed chase happens and like it's just really like intense and funny and also like suspenseful i don't know it's just it's a really fun scene that like sucks you in and you like (laughs) hold your breath for the entire scene like there's not a dull moment in this entire movie and this scene is like one of the most breathtaking scenes because it's like so fast and so action packed
2: (laughs) so it's it's intense and it's acting and it's Yes. Yeah. It's awesome.
6: <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, Raven, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about Now You See Me. It's always a pleasure speaking with you.
6: Absolutely. Always a pleasure speaking with you, too, Brianna. Oh,
2: <laughs> It's in theaters now, so please go check that out. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hobbiton.
6: And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney.
2: From Kids First Coming Attractions, and you are listening to Voice America Kids.
1: Kids
0: safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
5: Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on listen for hello the future is calling every friday at 4 p.m eastern time 1 p.m pacific time on voice america kids help make a difference Remember have you heard your
1: 15 minutes of fame how about four times that every single week
0: You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring.
1: You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up.
2: Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Brianna Hopiton, and you are listening to Voice America Kids. And today we are reviewing the films After Earth, Now You See Me, Percy Jackson, and Fast and Furious. So right now we are speaking with Anthony about the action-packed film Fast and Furious. Anthony, I have not spoken with you in a very long time, so how are you today? I am really good, thank you. How are you? I am doing very well, thank you for asking. So I have seen this film and I absolutely positively whatever word there is, um, I, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. So what about, what, what is the plot in this film?
7: Well, pretty much this movie is about a guy named Luke, well, Hobbs. It gets a couple of friends named Dominic Torito and Brian O'Connor and their team to first verse- team working with Shaw. Now Shaw is a really bad guy who wants to destroy all of them and rule the world. Luckily, they are going to try to save us from him.
2: Oh. See, I I absolutely love this film. So, you know, we have something in common. I think you like it, right? You like this film? Yes. Of course you do. Okay, so Vin Diesel, Paul Walker, and Dwayne Johnson stars in this film.
7: How was their acting? Well, I really think they actually got into the movie like they were ready for anything and they actually well seemed like they were actually in there doing the real things yeah because they at the beginning at the end of some
2: of the move some of their movies they're just like this driving and these stunts have been done by professional stunt directors and, the, and because they say that all the time because it, yeah. it, it looks it totally looks like they're doing it on their own without anything and so people go out and try it and it's just not right <laughs> so Justin Lin is the, direct- is the director how do you think he does directing this
7: film well I bet he really liked this film and was ready for it he knew what we should do in each um, in like each seg- segment of the movie and he really got them going like motivated them to do it
2: Oh. So, speaking about directors, if you were the director in this film, would you change or take anything away from this film?
7: Well, actually, I don't think I would because it is a really good film. I mean, all the action parts were cool. There were some things that came out of nowhere that you didn't even know (laughs) was going to be coming. So, I don't think I'd really change anything.
2: You're like, and some things just come out of nowhere and... (laughs) things things seem to do that they just come out of nowhere so you know (laughs) so this film has a lot and a lot of cars and i love i mean i'm not really into cars because i'm a girl i'm not saying that girls aren't into cars it's just i'm not into cars so what about the
7: cars in this film well the cars are like they i know that they are really fast some are army cars and one of them is a surprise and a tank comes out. Oh. So, I mean, there are a lot of different cars in this movie and they are all really cool.
2: Cars are cool. <laughs> so, what genre is this film that you found out?
7: Um. Well, I found out that this is, of course, um, action fiction. But really, this movie Still is PG 13, but it really is a really good movie. I mean, I'm sure that lots of people would like it. Mm-hmm. Is, do you think this film is
2: just action or is it something else?
7: Well, I wouldn't think it's only action. There's other parts in this movie that I just can't say, but uh-huh. I mean, <laughs> I guess I wouldn't say it's only action.
2: Yeah. I mean, because a lot of people say, yes, this film is only this and only this. But, like, if you look at some of the scenes, they're, like, parts of the scenes are different than action. So, in this film, I think there's a lot of emotion with with people going missing and then Hobbes trying to gather everyone up and the
7: Shaw. So, how is the emotion to you?
3: Hmm. Well,
7: I guess, like, the motion... It seems like pretty fine. I mean, it sometimes gets it gets you on the edge of your seat, like you really want to find out what's happening, and it's really it really keep yeah it keeps you at the edge of your seat almost the whole movie because you want to find out what's gonna happen next. And,
2: yeah, yeah, I so. love I love those films that keep you on the edge of your seat. It's like yes, because some films are just like blah blah
7: blah I mean, blah. Yeah, most of them are fine, except when, like, you're at the edge of your seat, and then all of a sudden the end of the movie comes on, and there's going to be another one. It really gets me angry sometimes, because I want to see the rest of the movie.
2: Yeah, it's like a 12-hour movie that has all of them together, and it just keeps going. (sighs) So, earlier, you said that this film is rated PG-13. Do you think this is the right rating for this film?
7: Well, I probably say it's kind of the right one, but what I chose is either 8 to 10 and up because I mean, there is a lot of things in this movie that not much people should see, but well, I mean, my, most of my some of my family went with me and they thought this was fine. My brother's 8 and he didn't think this was really scary. I mean, they put it at the right range. I just think that they could have lowered the ages down a little.
2: Okay, that's cool because sometimes, sometimes people do that. Like they don't know which category to put it in, so they they want to be safe and they put it in PG-13. But it's really not. So, I totally get what you're saying. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Brianna Beaton, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we are reviewing the films After Earth, Now You See Me, Percy Jackson, and Fast and Furious. So right now, let's continue speaking with Anthony about Fast and Furious 6. And we were just speaking about the rating of PG-13 and how it's correct. It would just be a little bit lower in the age range. So how many stars do you give this film?
7: I'd probably give this, out of five, I'd give it four and a half. I mean, you can't put a half star, but I would. (laughs) Because, I mean, this movie is really cool. I mean, it really has a lot of things I like. Just once in a while, I could see some things that I didn't really want to see. Or Mm. just some things that start to go like wait, where's all the action? I'd like to see what's going to happen here. Uh, So, I mean, I'd probably give it four and a half out of five.
2: Yeah, because sometimes sometimes films, like, some films are, like, all action. Like, there's not one one scene that is calm. But that kind of, at times, it makes me angry because it's like I just want it to calm down a little so that I know what the story is about. But I, I get what you're saying when it's, like, you want to know what's happening, so. Were you able to find any messages or morals in this film?
7: Well, um, any messages or morals? i pretty much say that I might have found one or two messages. Like, some are, don't do bad things or you're going to have to pay the price. Mm-hmm. Or um Or also don't try hmm, I think that's the one I mostly found is that if you do something bad you're gonna have to pay the price. Oh. Uh, 'Cause in this
2: in this film, Dominic Toretto, played by Vin Diesel, he says something I think it's to Hobbes. Yes, it's to Hobbes, and he's like don't turn your back on family, even if they do. So when I, when I heard that, I think that I, I thought that it was reaching out to everyone that kind of has family problems. And even if they don't, it's good, it's good to know that. So I think that was the one for me.
7: Yeah, that probably is a good message.
2: <laughs> now that I think about it. If you could portray
7: any character in this film, who would you be and why? Ooh, that's a hard one. There are uh, there are so many action people. Um, hmm. I'd probably be I don't know. Maybe I'd probably be Dominic because he is really cool, good at fighting and cares about people and will help them no matter what. He's a really good guy and would do anything for a person he loves.
2: Oh, I I love Dominic Toretto. You know, we're 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 like the same people cuz we love Dominic Toretto and we would just be that person. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Anthony, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about Fast and Furious 6. You're welcome. <laughs> it's in theaters now, so get on the road and check that out. Thanks so much for joining us. You have been listening to Kids First Coming Attraction. To watch our video reviews of the latest film and DVD releases and to learn how you can become a Kids First film critic, go to www.kidsfirst.org. I'm your host, Brianna Hope Beton and you are listening to Voice America
1: Kids. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, you know what to see. And speaking of see, we'll see you again next week. Bon Appetit!
0: We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids.